Hi, Pastor Greg here. I am the pastor of the Jordan Assembly of God Church in Montana. You are listening to the live Sunday service that streams most Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. If you would like to listen to past broadcasts, you can find us at www.agjordanmt.com. You can find links for our live broadcast as well as links to past broadcasts. Look for Jordan Assembly of God Church on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify. Or if you like to watch the service, you can follow the video links and subscribe to be notified when we go live. We are doing a series on both letters written to the Christians in Thessalonica called Thessalonians. So without further introduction, Thessalonians. So we have been going through this and this is going to be just a basic overview. If you want to know more, you know where you can go. Um, You can just go to the website there. But this is just a basic deal. In our journey, we have learned about the fact that us abiding in Jesus, the who we are reflects the who he is. Okay? As I'm abiding in Jesus, he is changing me so that the who I am reflects the who he is. And that governs our interactions with one another. With leaders, meaning, you know, with high esteem, with people worn with love, and with God, rejoice. And I don't know if you remember this from last Sunday, but rejoice because your name is written. Pray always. Be thankful. Why? For this is the will of God. For you in Christ Jesus, it is it, it. You you go around. You think, what is the will of God for me in my life? It's very very simple. Rejoice, for your name is written in heaven. Praying always, and being thankful in every situation. It's like, well, Greg. There are some situations I struggle with that, and I get that, but I'm not thankful for the situation that I'm going through. I'm thankful for the God that's going to take me through. Do you get that? I'm not thankful that I'm having to go through what I'm going through right now, but I am thankful to the God that's going to walk me through it. I am thankful to the God that's going to walk me through it. And throughout history, God has established a way to get to him, to have a relationship with him. And the Old Testament describes the Torah, God's law, established the need for redemption. But grace did not come from the law. Grace, that divine influence, that ability to be able to come to God, to find repentance and forgiveness despite ourselves is found in truth. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us into truth, who brings us that truth. It is the Holy Spirit. 
So that's why today, Greg, this is supposed to be Christmas Eve. We're learning about Jesus. Yes, but the Holy Spirit is the one that leads into all truth. For most, the Holy Spirit is just that unknown presence or what other, what other people talk about. But when we read that the Holy Spirit is the one that leads us into all truth, that the Holy Spirit is the prover of, of wrongs and points out errors, that, and when you realize that the Holy Spirit brought truth into the world, it's the Holy Spirit that brought truth into the world. And you're like, what do you mean by that? Well, every single time, every single Christmas, we've read the story. So if you will go to Luke chapter 1, hopefully you've already turned there. Luke chapter 1, 26 through 38. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice! Highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. It's a very interesting reaction to this. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne and his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your, your relative, has also received a son in her old age, and this is now the sixth month of her who is called barren. For God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, who leads us into all truth is the one that is the bringer of truth. The one to be born is the Son of God. Who's the Son of God? The way, the truth, and the life. So in 1 Thessalonians, going into our series about us interacting with the Holy Spirit, we are told in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 19, do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. 19 through 22, 1 Thessalonians 19 through 22. So the first thing we go through is do not quench, meaning to still, to quiet, to stifle. I didn't quite know what stifle meant, so I had to look that word up, stifle, just to kind of make sure I had the definition. It means to suffocate, to oppress, to extinguish. So do not quench the spirit. Do not suffocate the spirit. Do not extinguish the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. 
Despise meaning to have the lowest opinion of. You can't have a lower opinion. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. This is not, we, we, we get this mindset on people looking in, oh, that, that's just a blind faith. It is not a blind faith. It is very, very solid and substantial within the very God and creator of heaven and earth. It is, it is there. Test all things, not blind faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing that of the word of God. Hold fast to what is good. God is good. He is the sheer definition of good. Abstain from every form of evil. This is one is interesting because abstain means to voluntarily refrain from. It's not that you couldn't do it. It's not that you can't do it. It's not that you're that somebody is going to come over and smack it out of your hands. It's a voluntary decision to refrain from doing that which is evil. And if you look back in Luke 1, 26 through 30, I'll bring that up again, sorry. But back in Luke, look at when it was prophesied to Mary, how did she react? What was her interaction with the angel? And in verse 38, let it be to me according to your word. What was her reaction? Let it be. The gospel message is not about how we figured out a way to find God. The gospel message is not about this is my way of doing things or this is another way of doing things. The gospel message is how God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, brought his son into the world. That through his son we find him. And in so doing we find salvation. We find him by following after the spirit of truth, not the spirit of error. It's like, where am I getting that? Well, how do we know that we are actually following after the truth? Well, in 1 John, in 1 John 4, 1 through 6, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. I feel that's very important and very interesting. It's not the fact that they're acknowledging the fact that Jesus is real. They are, have to acknowledge the fact that Jesus did actually come in the flesh. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak of the world. And the world hears them. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You can distinguish between those two. By following the spirit of truth, you voluntarily refrain from doing evil.
and you do this by maintaining a consistent, constant interaction with God through the Holy Spirit. Voluntarily determined to follow after Jesus. And how did Jesus come? This is very intriguing. How did Jesus come? As a babe wrapped in the very cloths used to clean baby lambs. I had a friend of mine call call up and he said, Greg, I have something that you probably already know, but it just hit me the other day. He said, did you know that swaddling clothes is actually something that they actually wipe down baby lambs with? And that's what Jesus was wrapped in. I'm like, I had no clue. I was never raised around that environment. I had no idea. But I know that the guy that actually called me and told me was also raised around in this area, grew up in this area, knew everything about this area. And he just found that out. So we're talking about the fact, and this is found in Luke 2, 1 through 7. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Cornelius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Swaddling clothes. He's a son of God, and he is the lamb of God. As a baby, wholly independent upon his father and, and his parents, but as the lamb of God, wholly worthy to redeem of anyone, to be the redeemer of anyone who hears and heeds the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. So how do we interact with truth? By acknowledging the truth. God sent his son as a real child. And that child one day gave his life for all. The meaning of Christmas is the gospel message. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That is the Christmas story. For God sent his son to redeem the world and to redeem you and I. And Christmas is about celebrating him. And with that, the last piece here, and I'm just going to read it from the board here, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes who, unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, 9 through 10. So, he sent his son to die on the cross. God's truth. Walking in God's truth. Not our truth, not our opinions of truth, but in God's truth. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. I hope that you enjoyed it.
To follow along with this series, you can go to www.agjordanmt.com and following the links for current and past broadcasts. I hope that you have a wonderful day.